Hi, everyone. My name is Liz Lozano, and I am part of the research room. And we're a space to make research by the people for the people. So today we're going to actually be talking with one of our very own, Alex, and he's going to talk about one of his other papers. And this one's titled, it's another long title, <laughs> Meta-Analytic Evidence That We Talk Predicts Relationship and Personal Functioning in Romantic Couples. All right, Alex, take it away and tell us what this is all about. Uh, I always forget how ridiculous these titles are until we do this. <laughs> They're so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this paper, uh, uh, also, sorry, viewers, uh, <laughs> that you're having to listen to me again. We promise this won't be the case soon. Um, but uh, for now, here I am. Uh, so this paper, um, we want to look at we talk. Uh, so what is that? Um, we just want to see uh, first person plural use. Um, so uh, everything is so long in, in academia. <laughs> it really is. All the jargon, you know, love it. Yes. Um, first person plural pronoun use is uh, when we say words like we or us or our, um, anything that is saying like uh, two or more people, um, instead of saying I or instead of saying you, um, we might say we. Um, so that, uh, I'm trying to think of like the story of how like we even got on this project. Um, it was like just one sort of random day in the lab. Uh, I remember like- <laughs> It's always those random old... days. <laughs> <laughs> um, my old advisor uh, was like just talking to me uh, about like, I mean, some cool things, I imagine. Um, and, and she brought up We Talk, and I was like, hmm, that makes sense. That, like, it, 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 We Talk, it's, it reflects so many different things about, like, people's lives and, like, the ways that, like, they might just, like, view people or, like, view things or view their partner. Um, yeah. So uh she was also mentioning that like not many people find effects on it even though like she thinks it's a real thing I also thought it was a real thing like it makes sense again um but a lot of papers don't necessarily find it so like we should probably look through and see like why is that happening or like maybe if you do lo look across everything like there is a an actual like reliable effect um and that's that's all we decided to do uh, with this was like we want to see does we talk relate to basically anything <laughs> and it does uh, it a... what is the answer <laughs> it, it does yes it absolutely does it relates to a lot of things um so uh this this was all within romantic relationships um uh, and so i don't necessarily want to say like outside of this, but uh, that we can talk about uh, other kinds of um, uh, social interactions as well. Um, but I, I would say pretty confidently within romantic relationships, we talk does positively relate to basically anything um, when it comes to your, your own well-being and your partner's well-being. Um, so what does that mean? Uh, that you are in more satisfied relationships if you're uh, more likely to use WeTalk. You're more likely to do like positive behaviors and less negative behaviors with your partner. Um, so you're more likely to like resolve that conflict if you end up having conflicts. It's not gonna just like spiral out of control. You don't talk for weeks. Um, and then uh, what else was there? There was uh, for mental health um, that uh, you end up being, uh, you have more like positive um, health uh, when it comes to uh, you, 
why am I saying it like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, positive well, health, that's, that makes sense though. It's like different yes. health outcomes, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's both positive. It's positive uh, for um, mental and physical things. Um, but like your emotionality. So like you, you're more likely to have like more, more positive emotions, less negative emotions um, and being more satisfied with life. And then also um, health behaviors uh, that you're more likely to engage in like these positive kinds of um, health behaviors with, with, which would promote physical health. Uh, so like things like a positive um, exercise routine or like um, making sure that you're taking the medications that you need to be taking. Um, so that is, that's one half of this. And then the second half, <laughs> there's a ton of things that it relates to, um, is that uh, you, you find these um, positive associations also when it comes to your partner. So even if I'm the person that's saying we or us or our, my partner is also going to have more positive things for them. They're also going to like the relationship more. They're also going to um, engage in more uh, health behaviors. Um, so, and that usually means that like, they're going to like help me with my health behaviors, right? Like it's this like partner kind of like deal. Um, that makes so, sense. If yeah, you're saying I mean, we, you're probably like more likely to actually do those couple of things together. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, so uh, I would say in, in short, that's what it was, but like, that was still a pretty long answer. <laughs> no, that's like a really great, like summary of like what you were looking at and like what you actually found. So I think with that being said, so it seems like there's all these positive outcomes, but this is just like one predictor or like one thing. Mm. So like, I don't know if I really necessarily believe that. So like, couldn't there be other predictors, other factors that could relate to all these positive outcomes that people experience? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, uh, one might even think about like attachment, uh, but um, I'm talking That's what to I was thinking. Expert. <laughs> I don't want to bring up attachment. So let me get off of attachment. Um, we should talk about attachment now. <laughs> I mean, actually, I mean, we talk does positive. This is a separate paper, but we talk does positively relate to like attachment indices. Um, like, I'll, uh, I'm not going to get into <laughs> specifics there, but yeah. uh, they are very related. Uh, like, kind of like we were talking about last week that um, if you, if you're secure uh securely attached um that's also going to help your relationship right so like it it would make sense that like this is a positive thing attachment is another positive thing if both of those things would probably um like fuel a good uh partnership um so yeah i mean exactly what you're saying that like uh, we talk is not (laughs) going to like (laughs) save everything right like it's uh it's not um what what relationships are built on and what's going to make them crumble um it's it's only one one piece of the puzzle kind of thing yeah. um but it's an important part important, right yeah exactly <laughs> so what is the whole uh, idea behind this so like i think your paper mentions like interdependence theory do you want to kind of like hmm. talk a little bit how it like relates from that yeah um so interdependence theory is basically just saying that like people affect other people like (laughs) i I don't think the original theorist would like that uh, wording but i mean that's what it boils down to um that's a good summary (laughs) people affect people like no nonsense here um but yeah i mean just being aware of that fact right like i i think that is actually a pretty real thing that like people don't necessarily always realize that the things that we're doing is going to affect somebody else and the things that people are doing are also affecting us um i think we like to think that we're a lot more in control (laughs) of our uh happiness and things like that but like it it does go hand in hand with uh, everyone else that's around us if you are 
um, associating with like very negative, like kind of energies, that's going to probably bring you down. And the same thing goes for like positive things, right? Like that, that funnels into you engaging in like more positive or negative behaviors as well. So just this whole idea that we're, we're all kind of attached, um, to some degree, um, is, is what that is. So see, it all boils uh, down to attachment, attachment. That's why (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in your own words <laughs> uh, I have some choice words but uh, <laughs> refrain <laughs> for now um uh, well I guess I'll ask another question now I'll I'll take us away from attachment since you don't Mm. want to talk about it um do you think that we talk applies to everyone or do you Mm. think it's just like certain individuals like just like looking at this right I mean it would make sense that if certain people are saying we all the time right doesn't that kind of indicate that somebody might be like a little clingy and too dependent on somebody like in the relationship. So for me, it kind of seems like there could be negative consequences associated with we talk. So what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I, I think that's a, that's a super good point um, that, so we talk is hopefully reflecting something and that something in this case we think is interdependence. And so interdependence, it can be a very good thing. It could be not so good of a thing. And when it's not so good of a thing, um, it does kind of go into this realm of like, um what society might call clingy uh i think (laughs) i don't want to necessarily label people as clingy but like there's definitely uh like a a threshold on how much you should be attached to your partner um your partner's life should not um be 100 percent your life right right um you you need to have your own space you need to have your own like autonomy and like independence and like thoughts (laughs) and emotions Uh, otherwise it's just it's super draining on the other person too right yeah um so um, yeah, all, all of these things, uh, I think that makes sense that, I mean, maybe certain people use we more often than others. Um, our research, um, like it, it kind of doesn't matter uh, if people are using more we talk or less we talk. Um, it's, it's all about like the relative nature. nature. Um, so like uh, someone, let's say it's you, uh, let's say you are saying we a hundred times a day. Uh, I do I use, use it, it a lot. So <laughs> that would make sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're saying it a hundred times a day and maybe I say it 10 times a day, like anyone could see that and be like, Oh, obviously you are saying, uh, we more often. Right. But actually, um, it depends on like the proportion. Uh, so like if you say it a hundred times, uh, but you say a thousand words a day, I mean, hopefully you're saying more than a thousand a day. That's not actually <laughs> Just we <many>. constantly. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're saying a thousand, um, uh, that's like what? That's 10%, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think so. 10%. I can't do math in my head. <laughs> Um, but and if I said we 10 times, uh, but I'm only saying 100 words a day, that's also 10%. Um, okay. So both of those are equivalent. Um, I mean, there are other like differences there, but like the the amount of we talk that I'm saying relative to everything else is the same. Um, so uh, that's what matters more. It's not these like actual... Um, like just frequencies it's the proportion uh, of we um that makes sense so yeah uh, we we want to be able to account for that because obviously people are some people are very wordy some people are not so wordy um if you if you are listening to this you probably think i'm a very wordy person and he is <laughs> he is right. yes 
Correct. I don't know how to write anything less than 10 pages. <laughs> like when he writes notes, they're like 30 pages long. I mean, just saying. <laughs> uh, I have issues. Um, we all do. Or, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we all do. That's the spirit. Um, <laughs> Example in point. <laughs> So um, yes, this this idea of like clinginess or like codependency, um, that's that's not like what this research is like advocating for though. Um, I and and honestly, like it doesn't even test for like that kind of stuff necessarily. Um, most people in these samples, like people might say we maybe one percent of the time, and like often it's like less than one percent of the time. Um, yeah. So it's not like it's it's an overuse of we. I don't think. That's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I think I would probably say more than anything, like you need balance um, and we is a part of that balance uh, to like also incorporate your partner to things. Definitely. So kind of while we're on the topic of this, so why do you even look at word use in general? So like, what is the benefit of doing that? And can you also speak to you, um, Luke? So it's called the linguistic, mm. let's see if I can actually get this out, <laughs> linguistic inquiry word count. So can you kind of mm-hmm. talk about why you use uh, studies that had that specification? Yes. Um, so word use in general, it's it's kind of, it seems like such a straightforward thing, but it's actually like a pretty tricky thing. Um, so what do I mean by that? Like words, words are words. They mean certain things. Like there's no <laughs> doubt there, right? Like if I say I'm sad, like how else are you supposed to really interpret that? Like that yeah. makes sense. Um, but then there are other things that you might say that like, like it's it's people don't necessarily um, understand people for this kind of reason right like they say a certain thing but like they might mean a different thing or like um maybe they just don't quite know like the right words like put that that feeling or statement or thought um so like it it gets like very tricky uh for those kinds of reasons um but like why so why would we use it then um we do think that like words in general uh, either directly or indirectly, they they do show like what your psychology is. They show what those thought processes are, and like it's just you expressing those like out loud. Like, how else are you supposed to do that? Like, you can ask people certain questions. Maybe they can say yes or no, or like how much they agree to things. But like, you also want to be able to do this like implicitly because if you're asking people straight up, like, do you like your partner? Like, <laughs> people can lie. Like, that's yeah, <laughs> and people do lie, right? They um, do. Yeah. So uh, we, we want to be able to have like these other indices to see, um, like, do things match up? Like you're saying you do, but like your actions are really showing that like, maybe you don't really like your partner. Um, and so this is one of those things that like, if you're, if you're saying we, uh, it's a, an indication, it's not like the only indication, um, but it's definitely one that I, I think would quote, um, Cool. I don't want to say these words. I want to say coalesce. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I think that makes sense. <laughs> I'm not a walking dictionary, so I can't fact check you, but I think so. <laughs> um, they align with like uh, you. You value your partner at least enough to like also make them a part of your identity, right? Like you could just yeah. say I, um, but you're not. You're you're allowing yourself to like incorporate your partner. So um, this is one of those things that like by using word use, like it's hard to um, lie about the words you're using. Like you can do that for maybe a little bit, but like in the long haul, it's very hard. Like yeah. people have their patterns of talking. They have their deep seated ways of thinking. Um, 
In that sense, it's way better than like a self-report because like, as you mentioned, people can lie, you know, and they give like socially desirable responses to things. So language is just like your pattern of like how you say things, it's your behavior. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So then uh, we use Luke, uh, the linguistic inquiry uh, and word count. (laughs) Dang it. It's a long long title. (laughs) Um, and, and it automatically um, will calculate these proportions, uh, which is a great thing, um, but it has its, its drawbacks, of course. Um, and, and we didn't only use Luke uh, for these. Like, there, are, there are like other software programs out there that are not like as widely used as Luke, but um, I mean, primarily it was Luke and then there's these other ones. Um, yeah it just it gets the as long as you have something written out uh and you have that transcript it will get the proportions of words so it doesn't only get like first person plural pronouns it also will get like those uh how much you're saying i or me and like you um but then also like how many emotions like uh are they more positive are they negative are they anger are they sadness um other like thought processes that are happening so there's a lot of things that we could potentially get from that um but we decided to focus on this this we uh aspect uh because it seemed um, uh, particularly important for relationships so these studies they i'm assuming right they come from like different things or different methods so it's like um interviews for instance that you're like pulling the language from right and using luke on Mm -hmm. so it's like interviews um narratives that people write things like Mm -hmm. that Yes, exactly. So um, luckily, there was quite a bit of diversity uh, in uh, the kind of studies that were run. Uh, so there were interviews where people would ask uh, either one or both of the partners, um, just what do they think of the relationship, or even just like in in life, like, what are they doing? Um, and they might bring up their partner, they might also say things like we or us or our. Um, <clears throat> and that's, it's very indicative, again, like just off offhand, like, how are they bringing up their partner, right? right. Um so that there's that kind of thing. There's also like written form, um, like maybe they were responding to a prompt, like tell us about like your day or tell us about like a positive thing that happened, a negative thing that happened. And like, um, again, they, they will bring up their partners because uh, these are all people that are in romantic relationships. Uh, generally the prompt is like about that. Um, so yeah, they'll bring up that uh, then and then they could again like they could either say like oh my partner was like such a <laughs> not good word <laughs> um <laughs> bad day uh, bad see, day in the relationship right, department <laughs> exactly um but you can see the separation there like uh, that person is saying my partner uh and like they're separating them uh and putting them out here rather than like we had an argument like as if they're both a part of that that situation that's right. like oh no this is my partner's fault <laughs> not <good>. mine <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, uh, that was happening. And then, um, we also had, uh, just everyday life. Uh, so people wearing recording devices, um, something that we've also talked about, uh, on, on this podcast, yeah. uh, wearing the electronically activated recorder or the ear, um, they just wore that over uh, a weekend or two. Um, and then, uh, we, we saw in everyday life how they're using we, um, so yeah, definitely a variety of, of things here. Interesting. All right. So my next question has to do with, so one of the positive outcomes that you found, right. Um, had to do with like, um, romantic relationship. Was it satisfaction or it had to do with like uh, functioning right with couples? Mm-hmm. So do you think it's the case that, um, you know, we talk so predicts whether like people are going to be satisfied or mm-hmm. is it the case that satisfied couples, they're more likely 
in general to actually use WeTalk. Right. So that's a, that's a super important, like, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily want to say it's a limitation, but it is a limitation of <laughs> that yeah. this work um, that we don't necessarily know what's causing what. Um, we, we certainly have thoughts, but we don't know if it's the word use that's causing these positive things to happen um, or if it's positive, if people that are just like experiencing these more positive kind of uh, like communication patterns and things like that with their partner, like maybe those people end up saying we um, because they end up being more committed. They end up being more interdependent. They end up being more invested, things like that, right? right. Um, so um I, I cannot say with confidence, uh, at least uh, not confidence that is evidence-based, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we do think like theoretically that um, it's, it's, well, actually no, because <laughs> there's so many things that go on with that. So I don't know if I even want to say a directionality necessarily, um, because this idea of like interdependence, like that could happen beforehand, that could happen after the fact. There's so many different ways that that could play out. Um, and we also don't even necessarily know if we talk actually reflects interdependence. Like there's a lot of <laughs> theoretical guesswork <laughs> happening here. I think they make sense, but like um, they, they do need a little bit more work done. Um, and I was starting some of that before I left. <laughs> and, and it's not finished. Oh right. no. <laughs> well, maybe somebody one day will take that up and we'll know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I have another question to you, which clearly I have lots of them because we talk is so cool. <laughs> um, so do you think that we talk might work for other kinds of relationships? So you kind of mentioned this before, right? You were like, oh, I don't want to extrapolate and generalize, which is good. Um, but do you think that potentially, right, that this could actually work for friendships? This could work for like things like your teammates, um, work hmm. collaborations, things like that? Hmm. Um, that is such a good question uh, for someone who actually talks to people. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was <see>. great. <laughs> um, I, I would think on the whole, it probably is positive. Um, but like, and this isn't even necessarily something we've talked about yet, that like, I think it could very well be a negative thing within romantic relationships. I think it could also be a negative thing within um, uh, like other kind of uh, people in your life. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, it just kind of depends on like maybe even mutually like agreeing, like, is this the kind of like relationship that we have? Like (laughs) if someone is like too close (laughs) to you, like if you're a colleague and they're always saying we, and it's just like, no, like we're just, (laughs) yeah, we are separate entities. Come on. We are not (laughs) part of the whole here. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Sometimes that can just like weird people out. Um, And it's in these um, relationships that aren't meant to be like, intimate like that um but i mean sometimes it does also just like show like camaraderie right like right. That, like hey we'd actually like worked on this together like um or like we are a part of this team um but just being a part of like a collective like that absolutely is like a great like feeling right yeah. um so yeah i mean yeah, as with most things it could go either way <laughs> um, i mean considering I, all the I positive think, outcomes i mean that yeah. would potentially be a good thing right so if it does mm-hmm. foster like things like you know positive outcomes like I don't know, communication patterns that are effective, I would imagine like in a work setting, you know, that that would actually Mm. be beneficial in some ways. Yes. Um, Yeah, no, I I think you're probably right. Uh, I think 
you should probably just go out and try it and see. <laughs> I think it's relatively low stakes here <laughs> where you can try. I'll be the next We Talk researcher. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I, I think people would appreciate that uh, until they don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They'd be like, We're, we've had enough of we talk. We're going to yes. have I talk from now on. <laughs> Forget mm-hmm. you. <laughs> uh, you can have Liz talk and don't ever include me again. <laughs> Liz talk. I like how that sounds. That sounds phenomenal. <laughs> it, did, right. it had a ring to it. <laughs> it does. It does. All right. Well, I do have one more question um, because Mm. I'm on a roll here today. So (laughs) I did not have this on my list before. So hopefully it doesn't take you off guard Um, as you're like, (gasps) (laughs) so So I think it's interesting that in this little um, meta analytic study that you have that there's no evidence. Well, there is evidence of partner effects, right? Mm. Whereas some of the, my past work that we talked about, was it last week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show that there were no partner effects. So like, what do you make of that? Do you think that's just like a weird fluke or do you think there's something going on there? Yeah. Um, I think I would say that it, it kind of just depends on the concepts that are happening. Right. So in, in, um, for specific things, uh, I think after effects are probably a lot stronger than partner effects. Um, yeah. And something like a sense of yourself and when it comes to like attachment, like I think that actually makes sense that hopefully your attachment wins out uh, as far as like pr- uh, predicting your own relationship satisfaction. Um, <clears throat> well, for these other things, especially something that is uh, inherently not just about yourself when it's, it's we, right? Yeah. Um, I think it would make sense that uh, there would be both actor and partner effects. And I, actually, like the strongest effects that we had were the partner effects. Um, it wasn't necessarily the actor effects. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, and so and this brings up like a huge point, actually, <laughs> that we have neglected. <laughs> Um, so these partner effects, uh, if they are stronger than actor effects, uh, what else might that mean for like what we talk reflects, um, it's interdependence. Yes. But like, I think it's also a very supportive thing. Uh, and I guess maybe we're even alluding to that with like some of the, the colleague stuff or like the teamwork kind of thing. Right. Um, it's, it's just, it's supportive to like, know that somebody else is, uh, on your side and like, they're willing to like attach their identity to yours. Um, so that's, it's especially helpful in times of like stress. Um, if you know that somebody's there and they're like saying, Hey, we can get through this rather than like, Hey, good luck with that. Like, (laughs) yeah, it makes you feel better. You're like, Oh, great. I have somebody who's on my team, you know, and it's there for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was, um, especially prominent with patient populations. Um, so what I mean by that is someone who is coping with cancer or someone who's going through, uh, diabetes, like just their everyday life. If they have a partner that's saying, like we, uh, we can go to the doctor. Um, <clears throat> let's make sure that you you have the right medications, whatever. Uh, yeah. Like that kind of stuff is like it. It sh- helps shoulder some of the burden uh, that's on the patient, um, and that that seems to be a great thing. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. For, for people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right. Well, do you have anything that you want to say as like a last message or something about <clears throat> the study? Or like, I need to say this. The public needs to know. Absolutely. Because uh, I don't think I have clearly said, don't just start saying we <laughs> in every situation. <laughs> Please don't do that. We, we, we. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ever email me, never use the word we. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to be your teammate. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so wh why do I say that? Uh, one, because we don't know the causal effect, right? Um, we yeah. don't know if we actually changes anything um, or if it's just kind of like a consequence of these some like good things. Um, but also, uh, I, there's so many reasons why I don't you shouldn't just say we. Um, that is one reason. Second reason is... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's not good in every uh, situation. Uh, it's not always going to be positively related. Uh, there's plenty of negative things that can happen from that. Um, it could um, it could potentially like enable some negative behaviors uh, if you are being too supportive in times that like maybe the support isn't necessary, um, or like it's just it's overly uh, supportive. Like what does that mean? Not to be overly supportive, but like <laughs> lack of boundaries. Um, that means you don't have effective boundaries. I think for yourself, if you're being too supportive, maybe. Right. Yeah. If you, if you're letting go of like things that, you know, are positive for the sake of like your relationship, like it's kind of like that idea of like, what are you willing to like, let go of your moral like grounds on like yeah. <laughs> to, to people, please, hopefully not. No. Um, so like that, that's kind of same principle I think applies here. Um, again, it's not necessarily tested just yet, but I, I think it, it makes sense just kind of like logically that <clears throat> if you're saying we too often, like you might start to um, bring about some negative behaviors that you weren't trying to bring about. Um, so don't just start saying we like still have your own identity, still let your partner be uh, your partner, right? Like they don't always want to be <laughs> um, attached to you. Uh, I guess also, sorry, you should never allow me to have a last word. <laughs> well, the last word you just said was attachment. So I feel like that's perfect. It sums up what we talk is. It's attachment theory. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean honestly though when it comes to attachment like uh even going back to like the patient example like uh, if you are the partner of someone undergoing through like a chronic illness or something like that like don't start to make the thing don't start to make the problem about like you <laughs> like yeah, that's, that's not terrible. good either, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's about your partner uh, not about you <laughs> exactly um you aren't the person that just went through chemotherapy like please like, be Aww. supportive but like <laughs> um yeah so that that kind of idea too right that like don't just start saying we for that reason like th those boundaries are important um and like let people have their experiences as well like you can yeah. empathize as much as you want to um but like still at the end of the day know that like they had their experience it wasn't your experience um like that kind of thing um that's what makes a relationship anyway, is like having your own set of experiences and like your shared experiences. Like if you don't have mm -hmm. your own separate ones, what's the point, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are you bringing to this relationship? <laughs> Essentially, right? <laughs> uh, uh, but wouldn't it be great to just date yourself? Yeah, <laughs> no? it would be. Okay. <laughs> I would love okay. to date myself. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Uh, too true. Um, so yeah, I think those are my <laughs> final thoughts. But we talk isn't everything. Um, there are plenty of times where you shouldn't be using we talk, and even though it is positive across the board, like just always keep that in mind. Um, it's not going to change your life if you just say we a hundred times in a row. Like right. <laughs> context matters. Like, <laughs> it does. Um, all of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully more research is done on this kind of stuff. I, I mean, there definitely is 
there's some like interventions and stuff that are coming out from uh, this this meta analysis that are great that are coming uh, like helping uh, that like patient population again, uh, especially diabetes. Uh, I know that's like a pretty big thing that's coming uh, positive impact from <laughs> my work. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. When it can be applied, that's like the best case, you know. Exactly. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, we can mean just so many things. Um, uh, I, I mean, I wish I could keep talking about this. I'm not going to uh, ramble. <laughs> we we should wrap this up. <laughs> yes, we sh- absolutely should. Um, okay, that's my last thought. Uh, <laughs> what Good was that? thought. I the like The last it. 10 things. <laughs> <laughs> One through 10. <laughs> yeah. So what should the public know? What's next on the radar? <laughs> Do we have our next topic? Oh, next on the radar. Um, actually, yes, we, we do. And I, I'm glad that you mentioned that uh, because we're talking about COVID finally. Ooh, <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah. Um, we want to be able to talk through um, why, why do people get vaccinated? What are some like reasons for that? Uh, is it, is it for selfish reasons or like, are we actually trying to like be a part of a community and like help everyone? <laughs> yeah. That's a good uh, question. I like it. Let's see. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, we'll have a, a guest here. Uh, finally, it won't just be me. Uh, or great. me. It's great for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, let's get rid of us. We'll bring in some, some new faces, or one new face at least. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited for that. Thank you for me bringing too. that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it too. So, all right, we'll stay tuned and uh, we will see you soon. Yes, and if you haven't already, uh, maybe I'll just make a plug that this isn't the only thing that we do. <laughs> we don't just listen to ourselves talk. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully. Um, yes. We're also on social media. We have a website if you ever want to check us out, uh, roomforresearch.com uh, or on social media, we are Room for Research. Uh, so feel free to check out other content. Yeah, we're all over social media, so don't be a stranger and come show us some love. We would appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right, till next time. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye for now.